choking. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to the Muffy Bradshaw podcast with... <laughs> we always been so giggly at the beginning, I don't know why. Because I never know what you're about to do. <laughs> I know. If... I thought you were about to break out a song or something. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. I haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hello. But hello, hello, hello. This is Muffy Bradshaw, award-winning relationship vlogger Ooh. and podcaster and writer and this is blogger. I guess I don't know. The infamous, notorious. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything. Eighties baby. Eighties uh, baby. Um, author. Author. Blogger. Blogger. Thought leader. Mm-hmm. Father. Mm-hmm. Brother. Mm-hmm. Of Friend. the night. Whoa, of the night? Wait a minute. Did you know? Who <laughs> <laughs> me? They call me brother to the night. Okay. Hey. All right. All right. right. I think. It's before right. your time. Anyway. What's up, um, good people? So, first of all, if y'all just knew just what we went through this last hour. Yo, wait. Hold on. I want to shout out to... <laughs> Let me see. Right. All right, so <laughs> tell them what happened, Mr. Chair. Have you ever had an experience where you are enjoying a beverage <laughs> of the red of, of the... the red uh, hue, and you just so happen to tip it over onto a carpet that is white? Make it play. Make it play. Ouch. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there is this fabric cleaner called Chemical Guys Fabric Clean Carpet Upholstery Shampoo and Odor Eliminator. This stuff works wonders. Like, it just saved my life. If you mm-hmm. could have seen, I don't know if you guys have seen, like, like um, The Incredibles, and the baby turns into, like, this monster, and it starts <laughs> to attack people and things, which is, like, really looks like about to destroy it. That is the beginning of what Muffy started to look like when the wine <laughs> spilled on her carpet. And mm. so the wonderful people at Chemical Guys uh, who created the Fabric Clean saved my life. So mm. I just want to shout you guys out. This is available on Amazon. <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. Cherry, we need to get paid for this. We don't have that sponsor yet. We need to get paid for that. But I mean, it does work, though. I'm, I'm just, I, I just believe in... In, av- in advertising a good product. That's a good product. It is a good product. And first of all, let me just... Okay, so basically, Mr. Cherry spilled wine on my carpet, okay? Because we wanted to go live, and there was just a little tussle. <laughs> and so, <laughs> he's not abusive. Let me just make that plain, okay? I don't, I don't hit women. <laughs> just so we... But there was a little, like, verbal tussle. And so, in the midst of that, he literally spills... Accidentally knocked accidentally. over... Okay, fine. Like battle of semantics. Are we starting already? I Are mean, we starting already? I'm just saying. It's one. I want my story to be told correctly. Okay, so Mr. Cherry, and this is on live, and I will post that. Oh. So Mr. Cherry literally spilled. It was accident, but he spills wine, and I'm not. Was I faced? No. I was just like, okay, let's. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. What are we doing? Anyway, moving on. Like, this is so, like, far left. Anyway, hello. This is Muffy Bradshaw, and that is my introduction. I already said my other one. Yeah, you did. We already went through this. So, you guys, this is what we're trying to work on for our for our faithful listeners. We're trying to kind of brag on ourselves just a little bit more. Because even though, like, our ride or dies, you guys know what we're about. But let's say we have new listeners, and you all don't necessarily know who we are. We just are trying to come up with a very quick one-liner about who we are and what we do. Um, And so we're still trying to iron out those kinks. But 
for those of you who are new to the the pod, thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And um, I am a relationship blogger. I write about love and dating. I talk about love and dating. And um, you could always look at my articles on MuffyBradshaw.com and follow me on MuffyBradshaw on Instagram and all that good stuff. So that's pretty much my main my main thing. I mean, it's just so... It rolls off the tongue so well. Does it? I it feel does. like that was so choppy. Like, I don't like talking about myself in that regard. I mean, hey, well... It feels you, weird, You but do well. You do well. Thank you, Mr. Cherry. Thank you. So, that's what we're kind of working on, even though, like, the intro's a little choppy. But... To the meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. That's how you know you're all when you say potatoes instead potatoes. of potatoes. I mean, they are potatoes. Potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes. I'm like, what's a potato? But well, my parents say potato. Your parents are from the South. Yeah, I, well, yes, technically they are. All black folks are we, from the South. Well, thank you. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, if you do southern, the further. southern um, accents, uh-huh. we, you know, we say things a little differently. Potato. Potato. So, how are you? It's been a while. We missed you guys so much. I hope you guys have been well, Mr. Cherry. Oh, my goodness, Mr. Cherry, we have to tell them about Solstice and how much fun that was. Oh, man. Let um, them know what that's about. Summer Solstice in Cleveland surprisingly enough is my favorite event of the year um i actually came on to it i think was was it was it you who told me about it was me it was me i hooked you up with the tickets i'll go ahead and Mm -hmm. i'll go ahead and put that Mm -hmm. out there so Mm uh um thank you for the recognition muffy put me on to summer solstice again essentially if you guys are familiar with it it's actually something just to look into to see i think it originates if i'm correct it's some Mm -hmm. type of like celtic Historic, his like historical, something like that. Like the kickoff um, of summer, like it's but yeah, like it's around a, the kickoff of summer right. celebration. Very similar to like winter solstice, it's uh-huh. something. So, um, in Cleveland Art Museum hosts like a celebration where they have bands from all over the world who will come and <sighs> yes. play, and uh, people yes. travel from all over the world, yes. and it's just it's beautiful, man. So beautiful nice. colors, beautiful people, beautiful vibe, um, beautiful energy, man. Uh, beautiful libations, and uh, <laughs> it. It's just, it's very dope. So, we uh, we were at Solstice. Yeah, we were. It, did you have fun? I had a I had a really good time. It is. And guys, just imagine, so for those, because we have a lot of people who aren't local, but, so just imagine a really fun museum party. And, you know, it, it makes... Three-level museum in the garden, inside and outside. Like, there's a waterfall on the out, in the back of the garden, the outside. So, it's like, they have this big stage set up. People are on stilts. Mm-hmm. Like it's the, it's, it's the it's a, the production like it's very very well done. It is very yes. well done. Yes, and shout very out, diverse. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very diverse. And um, shout out to LT, my baby boo. She actually got me hip to that event um, some time ago, like ten years ago now, actually. So thank you for that. And I didn't tell you this. I saved this just for the pod. Uh oh. So I actually met somebody at Solstice. Really. <laughs> does not know did you know this i didn't know that no exactly so i met somebody at solstice was this before after your um you gonna do that to me mr chair you you doing that okay so first of all i did fall at solstice okay all right now first of all all right 
first, first of all, Solstice is a beautiful event, but they don't have adequate lighting. They okay, don't. it's very sexy in there. It's very sexy. <laughs> okay, and so I fell. Oh, okay, and I skinned man. my knee like I'm in second grade. I have a scar. I have a scab on my knee, and that's what it was. But this is before I fell. This is before you fell. Actually, it was after I fell. I meant the guy. So let me guys, let me tell you guys. Did he like pick you up off your feet? And no, I didn't fall in front of him. Thank God. Okay. Even though like we kind of had the vibe where we were just kind of very comfortable with each other, I don't think I would have. Like, it's still embarrassing when you fall. Mm-hmm. And it was so sweet. Like, the lady next to me was just like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. There's nothing to see here. I'm okay. And, you know, I still had about one-third of my wine left. Like, I literally fell seamlessly where I had my cup at a certain angle. That you didn't Even though I literally, it. and I fell forward because I skimmed my knee, but I still had my wine. That's a professional. Isn't that crazy? That's a professional. But moving forward, um, I didn't meet somebody. Now, this is... So, this person is still essentially a stranger, and I don't think he listens to the pod. I like, why would he listen to the pod, even though we follow... Well, we'll get to that. So, let me back up. Oh, I know him. No, you don't. Even though you do... No, you do not know this person at all. But what I was going to say is... You do know a couple of the people I've, like, dated in the past. Mm -hmm. Or, like, gone on dates with in the past. But no, it's not them. So, So, to make a long story short... My girls and I were at the front of the stage because, like, like B said, like the music is just such a vibe, and you're dancing, having a good time. So my friend and I, Liv, you guys know Liv. We were taking a picture, and this is what you guys do sometimes. Literally, you men do this sometimes, which is fine. You men. This is fine. See how she do with brothers, you men. But it's a good thing. It's okay. So we were taking a picture, and he was like, "Hey, you guys want me to take that picture for you?" Oh. <laughs> I heard, his, I heard his voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. Saw, the, I saw that clip. Uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. I was like, sure, thank you. So then, like, conversation ensued. And you know what? Nothing nothing came out of, like, meeting the guy. But yeah. it was really, really, really nice to just meet someone of the opposite sex who was not, like, all over you. Aggressive. Just, just aggressive. It was so refreshing to have a good conversation with someone and not feel... Like, there was something expected out of the conversation, like a number. Yeah. Or, you know, it was just very refreshing. It was really cool. He was, um, he's not from Cleveland. He was, a, he's like, in one of the bands. He was like a drummer from Philly or something like that. Okay. Well, he was, for sure. I'm trying to play it down. Get a like, drummer I don't remember. Song. Yeah. Get and it was so cool song. because That's we cool. vibed and, um, like, he, um, he's a jazz musician and so is my dad. So we kind of like clicked from there. So he was cool and he was cute. He was really cute. But, and he was kind of quirky like me, and, you know, I, I like quirky, but but it was fun. Like, nothing happened after that, because, he come lives on. too far. He, he's too far, but it was just refreshing to just meet someone, to just have a conversation with have him. You, have you ever had a long-distance relationship? Yeah, um, like, where you have to catch a flight, or, yeah. or, like, across state, let's say that. Have you ever had a relationship? Yes, in college. That probably doesn't really count. That doesn't count. No, not as an adult. Um, I have met people online who were out of city who have come to visit and vice versa, but that never it never turned into a relationship. So what about you? Have it's you? tough, yeah. I, I mean, I've had where I've had relationship with people who lived in a different state. It's, oh, it's not easy. As an adult, how old were you about? Oh, I mean, 20... Why y'all do that to me? Uh, <laughs> getting old. I'm getting old. Twenty, f- I mean, twenty three, twenty two. Yeah. I mean, no, twenty, twenty three, twenty four, maybe twenty five. 
See, and this is my thing. Like, I feel like with a long distance relationship, at least for me, like someone was going to have to move and it's not going to be me. It, <laughs> like, it's not going to be me. That's, that's my truth. True. And that depends on like how, how, how old you are, how serious you are. That is very true. Like it eventually comes to a point where somebody's got to make a decision because it gets to be, it gets to be too costly. Like, um, the girl I was dating, she lived in Virginia. I lived in North Carolina. Okay. But I mean, we used to have to catch like the, this is back. This is back when Megabus. Well, oh yeah, Megabus. Is still a thing now. Yes. Man, we would catch the Megabus back and forth every like every weekend. Really? Every weekend, either I was on a bus going there, or she was on a bus coming down to Charlotte. Okay, so did you guys ever have like the discussion? Yeah. About like, so baby, like, what's going on? Are you gonna Are you gonna move here? What's, yeah, what does that we, look like? We did, and she and I mean, she moved. Oh, so she moved to North Carolina. She moved to North Carolina. So you guys live together. Yeah. See, and this is what I also wanted to... So guys, if you can't tell, like we are, this is going to be kind of like our episode topic, just kind of like things that may be unconventional for you in relationships. So as you guys hear, and I want to know, like, have you guys ever been in a long distance relationship? So Mr. Cherry, really quick. So y'all moved together. That's huge to me. You got, you shared a space. But that's not huge. Did it change? It, that's huge for me. It's huge for you. It's not I've never lived with anyone before. I've lived with like everybody. All your girlfriends? Not or all. Or most, or a lot. What's, it, the, the amount of people would be a lot for you. Yeah. 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 Like I've probably lived with over four people. I didn't know that. But not like bummed, like and just lived with no, them. No, but no, like we. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like so, the girl I was telling about, she moved in with me, um, and then the second mm. time, it was just like the second time, the second girlfriend I lived, I lived with, I lived with for a short period of time while I was transitioning, like moving, moving back to uh, to Cleveland. Oh. And then I got to Cleveland. Um, I was in a leather relationship. We moved in together as we moved from different places. To, like moved in place and got our own place together. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. Then most recently uh, with my son's mother, she lived. She moved with me. Oh, that's right. I yeah. do remember so that. What four? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I have never had the desire to live with someone before marriage. It's amazing. And, well, here's the thing. It's and amazing. This is- Everybody should do it. I. I. Absolutely advocate for people. Do you? You should. And I've never been married, but I'm gonna say this: you need to live with somebody <laughs> before. Why you looking at me like you, that? I'm, like I'm, people are gonna I'm find looking, out my deep dark secrets. I'm looking at I'm looking at brothers as I'm talking to this mic. Uh huh. I'm looking at brothers and I'm saying, I know we on some some brothers don't like it. I absolutely ab- absolutely advocate for it. You need to live with a woman before, in my opinion. And I ain't been married. But you need to live with a woman before you consider marrying her. Okay. Because y'all get different. Oh, this is see, these are this is why we never need an agenda because I have so much I want to say. We you okay. y'all get different. So y'all hear that. So you know I cannot let that slide, ladies. And I just okay? had it. I heard just that. had this conversation. So, okay, so hmm. let's just piggyback off of that and I'll I, okay. So really quick before I forget. I have not lived with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I did have a boyfriend who was older than me, maybe about like six or seven years, and he was just so like hell bent on moving in together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, not like that. It was just a no. It was an emphatic. No. I never thought about it. It just wasn't my thing. Um, and now maybe when I'm engaged, 
Mm. And that's different. But I just, and again, I don't know if it's even necessarily because of religious reasons. Like, it's just kind of like my thing. I'm going to tell you this. I don't so, know. So how do we, how do you think these women change? Give us an example. I, oh, I, man. So what? We wear a bonnet. So you know, you better not reference the bonnet. The bonnet is absolutely... That's just that's a black women's staple. Absolutely so. nothing. That's very... After you live... And a couple Scarf, of dudes who bonnet. know who live with women, you know the bonnet is probably the least of your worries. <laughs> but, um... So what happens you. is, like, you meet a woman, you know, and you go you go over her house a couple times, and you spend time with her. So, you know, and during that period of time, when I'm coming to see you, you know, your house is immaculate. You know, you, everything is put up. It smells good. You got candles. Hold on, I ain't done. You got candles. You got dinner on, simmering. Can I just... You got... No, uh-uh, no, you can't. You got uh, wine poured up. You know, you... you Everything. Everything is real, real, real seductive. Real beautiful. You know, um, you, you tell... You, you, you'll talk about... You know, yeah, I cook all the time. Yeah, sure, I clean. I cook all the time. I mean... Yeah, I Those watch... Those words cool, have never know. come from my mind. My mouth, sorry. And my then... Mind. As you get kind of comfortable and, and, and acclimated into, like, that environment, spending time with her and seeing what that looks like, and she spends time with you and sees what you look like. Don't get me wrong now, brother. We don't... All, my house isn't always clean. I'm, I'm just waiting for you to finish because I can you know come I, with the story. You know I come back and I always come back for us, too. We, uh, my house isn't always clean. Finish your story, baby. But... Go ahead. I'm what, ready, I, I'm what I found is that mm-hmm. after things started to get consistent, and I I saw how oh wait you you actually don't cook at all. Oh, your house <laughs> is clean when you had company, <laughs> but you just gonna let you just gonna let those uh, Vicky's just sit in the hallway that you took off on the way to the <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> That's what you're gonna do. You're just gonna you know. Uh- that's Draws okay. In the Just get in the hallway. Mm. You know, bras hanging from <laughs> everywhere like bats. You walk behind the house and it's bats hanging, smack you in your face. You oh walk through God. it. It just gets to be a little different. So, brothers, we, you know, get, get, comfort- get, get comfortable, enjoy the experience, but, you know, pay attention to what is potentially, you know, her, her showing you some of her better sides. Okay, and I I do get that. I think mm. that's with anyone. Mm-hmm. So I have a story too. It ain't the same. See, I'm going to New but York it's not in a the few same. weeks, so I got like my like my New York accent a Stop. little bit. That's not New York. That is New York. That's Are you not, kidding me? That's not New York. It is. You give me a good New York accent. I, I'm not. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh huh. You I, have to be from New York. No, I think to have a, good a real good New York accent. Anyway, continue. I will. Thank you. So, okay, so I did for sure, oh gosh, I got so bamboozled, it's not even funny. So let me guys tell you what happened. So I, just like Mr. Cherry, I was seeing a guy, the first time I came over his house, his house was immaculate, Mm -hmm. as Mr. Cherry stated. Uh But as soon as we, like, maybe like the fourth visit, it was kind of like progressive, like, oh, okay. Mm, it's a, it was a long day. You just you maybe you just cooked a lot today. You just have a lot of dishes piled up in the. I sink. mean, because brothers cook a lot, you know. Yeah, whatever. So, but then it, like it just got to a point. This is for real. I'm being serious. Like he was so trifling though. Ooh. Not messy. Not messy. Not messy. They're they're trifling. They are separate. Yes. Oh. For sure. I think so. Okay. I think messy is, oh my gosh, you know what? Hey, I have clothes on the floor. 
That's messy. But to me, I think it jumps over to trifling when, like... <laughs> don't judge me. It wasn't me, you guys. Don't judge me. But you dated him. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Why did you help him? Don't do that. That's what we need. We need help. So, but, like... Brothers you need can just support. Tell, we're not doing this today, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we are not doing this today. So, um, so, but, so, like, the bathroom was never clean. Mm. And so, all jokes aside, that was a, that was very, that was a huge turnoff to yeah, me. And I was just disgusted. Yeah. And it was so, it was so bad that I actually had to text this person. And I'm like, baby, I was like, I was really bothered by what I saw today. Like, I literally had to have, like, I never had that conversation with anyone because a lot, most of my exes have been, like, immaculately clean, yeah. okay? Hygiene, like, just everything. And so, I was just, and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm embarrassed that you had to see my bathroom like that. Like, he knew it was bad. But, you guys, when I tell you that was such a turn off. Like, I had a hard time recouping. Like, it was just, mm. It was bad. It was bad. So I say that to say that, yes, we all put our best foot forward at the beginning of a relationship. That's with everything. Like, for, for women who are, like, I can I can only speak to myself, you know, as, like, my personal experiences, but that happens all the time. Like, okay, uh, you meet a guy, he's planning, he's doing all of this, he's, he's puffing his chest, he's leading with how much he may make or with all these things he's doing professionally. Like, everyone puts their best foot forward, whether that looks like, hey, I'm a, I'm a clean. Now me, anyone who has dated me, I don't cook, I have never professed to be a cook or a chef. Like, I have never done that. You're not a cook. You know, Mrs. Jerry, Mrs. Jerry, you act like you didn't know that. You right. Please, okay. okay? You right. You right. So I will say that I, if you have company, of course you're gonna clean up. Like that's just kind of like the thing. Right now, I have literally like twelve garbage bags in my living room full of clothes that have been here for probably like two months. Like it just sometimes it just happens. Yeah. And I'm giving them away, guys. It's not because like they're just here for for fun, but it's just sometimes you just have a bad, you have an off day. Yeah. I, no? I, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, okay, so what would, so if you went over to a woman's house, and what would be your, like, absolute, this is ridiculous, I will not see her again. Like, what would be an absolute turnoff if you entered into a woman's house? Ooh, I don't even know. Um, no? Like, what would be like, <gasps> I don't know. I mean, I would probably say, it would probably be the bathroom. Yeah, bathrooms are important. It'll probably be bathroom. Bathroom and kitchen. Because mm-hmm. where you wash yourself and where you feed yourself mm-hmm. is like, that's important. It is important. And I feel like if you're negligent and making sure that those areas are straight and clean, then where else are you mm-hmm. negligent? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask another question. Hygiene-wise. Oh. <laughs> so as far as hygiene, what would be your... I am very, 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 very sensitive to smells. So anything that produces a bad <laughs> smell when or older, um, you you I'm already triggered. Like, what do you I'm mean? Like, like what do you mean ticking. Triggered? Like I'm I'm like, what is what is that? So are you saying? So let's say <laughs> anything. Your house, your your shoes, your car. 
You're, I mean... Has that ever happened to mm-hmm. where, like, you were triggered by a smell? You never saw a woman again because of her hygiene? Not, never saw... Not... not <laughs> <laughs> I can think of two instances where I had to like we had to have con- we had to have conversation. Oh, can you elaborate? Yeah, what like one, so. <laughs> what? <laughs> are we? I mean, are we? We're going. To, I'll go there too. You can always reciprocate questions. Like this is going to be like open today. I had a um, experience where uh-huh. I was in the process of you know getting intimate with a a certain someone uh-huh. um and you know like i'm not that guy that expects to you know catch the aroma of <laughs> roses and 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 uh, lavender but so you're saying that there are certain smells coming from a woman that may be a little more acceptable than others yes okay some yeah you I mean the occasional bad breath, we get that, uh-huh. you know. Um, uh-huh. If you are, if you don't come from the gym and you fresh, I get that. But there are some there are some things that's just like no, that's not really a, a not really a negotiable, you know. If, if your underarms are are typically not, you know, if you if you typically raging against the machine, <laughs> uh, we have a problem. I think you told me about that situation a long time ago. Like, I think I remember this. So, okay. Right. So, there are certain things as far as hygiene, cleanliness that are just unacceptable. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think hygiene probably is my biggest thing. Um, oh, God. I actually, um, unfortunately, was this person you're, like, someone you were seeing or just yeah, like experience we were, you had? Like, to, we were in a relationship. Oh, oh so, so, so uh, we're kind of, like, similar. So, did you have a, di- did you have dialogue? Like, oh, maybe. yeah, yeah. Like, so, what did you say? Because <laughs> that's very, because I, like, I'm going to share my piece when you're done with your story. I mean, but I, I, can that, really... I yeah, I'll let you, you can share. Okay, yeah. so, I actually dated someone who had poor hygiene. Okay. And again, this is my first experience um, <clears throat> with that. And it's like, and this is my thing, you guys. Like, I feel like that to me is somewhat unconventional for me because that wasn't no, that wasn't something that was normal. I've never like dated anyone who was not as like not very clean, mm-hmm. right? And so I had to have the conversation and I had to be very gentle about it because that's huge. Like no one wants like, hey, babe, like you smell bad. Like that's a huge, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. The ego it's, can just it's be an, bruised. It's, 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 it's an ego bruiser. But like it's about me right now. Like I have to smell this. Like I have to be involved with this too. So it's like 50-50 at this point. Mm-hmm. So I did end up like talking to him and... But I didn't want to have to do that. Like, I felt like that automatically catapulted me into, like, the mother role. Like, why am I telling you to, like, maybe switch deodorants? Why am I... Like, you know what I mean? Like, that to me was just crossing the line. It just didn't make me feel good. It was out of the norm. And I'm just like, I don't want to be, like, the mother role. That's something, like, a mother would say to a child. You know what I mean? that's one thing. Like, we don't know that that's going to cross over into all areas. It crossed over into the area of hygiene in general. Yeah. Like, there was another thing. um, Like, the whole... And I, I... Like, you guys don't know who this person is... See, this is why it helps when you don't post people on social media. Oh, my So I can be more free. So no one knows who this is. 
And so, but 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 it did cross, like even to like the teeth brushing thing. I am very methodical. Like I have a whole process when it comes to showering, when it comes to brushing my teeth. So this person would only brush their teeth like one, not like, would only brush their teeth once a day in the morning. Okay? Mm. And then would want to come and kiss me and I'm like, baby. And now again, I I was I tried to be as gentle as I could, but it's like you're kissing me with like all day mouth. Like <laughs> like and here you have me. I peroxide, I have a water pick, I I have a, uh, an oh, electric you're toothbrush. Like, yeah. And it takes me about maybe 10 to 15 minutes just to have my whole oral routine together. So here I am being very, because I, look, I want you to also, like, be good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's just, like, I hygiene to me at this point is a non-negotiable. Yeah. Like, and I shouldn't, we shouldn't be, like, and again, like, it could, I don't know. Okay. You just never know. Everybody have different, everybody has different upbringings, but I agree. 100%. Like. There's some things that are just non-negotiables. Yeah, I mean, so when I think of when I think of like unconventional, okay, fine. Maybe on a smaller scale, that was a little unconventional for me. It obviously didn't work out because there were just some other issues that were going on in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But when I think of like a conventional relationship, like just as, like just based on society, it's what your girlfriend, boyfriend for a little bit or girlfriend girlfriend boyfriend or whatever you're we're, we're with a partner for a little bit mm-hmm. you may get engaged and then you get married you have kids like that to me is like the societal formula right yeah it's like the boy I, the boyfriend girlfriend is the pre-marriage yeah it's like, like the, the pre-marriage pre-engagement. the pre-engagement then you have engagement then you I have marriage that. and you have kids right yeah so i think that anything outside of that societal norm would be considered unconventional so that's like what do you guys think have you guys ever been in like an unconventional situation like for me um i don't know like i don't know like i think of maybe being unconventional could be polyamory um open relationship have you ever been in an open relationship i have not you see a slow answer (laughs) have not. I don't think, I mean, not to where we defined it in the beginning. Okay. So, for our viewers, or excuse me, our listeners who may not know what polyamory is, it's when you have, now, it's when you have more than one partner. But I feel like, let me look this up, because I feel like what, like when you see the TV shows, and this is not always conventional, guys, but they have a few, like, polyamorous TV shows on, and it's Mm -hmm. always the man who has, like, five wives. You never see, like, the woman with four husbands or whatever. It's it's funny, because I was actually just watching an interview with, um, do you follow Reza Islam? Reza Islam? Reza Islam is a, um... He is a member of the Nation of Islam. He is a follower of Elijah Muhammad. Oh. Um, he is a young black um, super advocate just for um, you know the equality of black people, just allowing black people or people of color to you know kind of just denounce some of the things that you know just are going on. You know the cult, the climate of with the of where we are in the country and mm-hmm. even across the world, mm-hmm. across the globe, but. On a lighter note, like he was um, in conversation with somebody, and, and I guess the guy jokingly mentioned, like, "Hey, man, you know, you know, Muslims, man, they have a whole bunch of wives, right? Like, you can have a whole bunch of wives." And then he broke down, like, "Well, yes and no. You know, some you can, but mm-hmm. it's in the it's in, under the understanding that you know, from to, from what his understanding was, how he explained it, 
if you're going to have more than one, you need to be able to take care of more than one. Mm. Not like y'all all just like sit in the house and you think of it in that way. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, if you have three wives and you providing for three wives, you got three, each wife gets, you need to make sure they have a car. You need to make sure they have this. You need to make sure all three have this. a lot this. of work. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Y'all, one is expensive enough. Mm. That's a lot of work. Financially, emotionally, mentally, mentally. Psychologically. So, okay. So, would you ever participate in a polyamorous relationship? I, you know what? A couple years ago, <laughs> I probably been jumped at the opportunity. Like, absolutely. But... Mm-hmm. The complexity of the um, woman mm-hmm. is so great that I don't know if I don't, I don't know how one can effectively manage more than one, right? And, and be I, engaged, like be truly and really engaged in managing one. Not, I don't see how you can do that, right? And I think that I feel like a misconception with like people who are polyamorous it's just about sex sometimes it is right but a lot of the times it's really about separate relationships with different people simultaneously Mm -hmm. and like you said that is a lot of work would i ever be in a polyamorous relationship no um one is enough for me Um, you wouldn't because you territorial how do you why you say that about me you are territorial I just can't see you like you have there's an element of sharing and that element of sharing means that someone takes priority for some reason at some point in time and I can just imagine you being like well why is it that you know Jane is getting to go to see Aladdin today like (laughs) I told you I wanted to see Aladdin and you gonna take Jane to go see you know I can just Mr. Cherry I don't know I just could see it. Okay. I want to see Aladdin, actually. And you know what? Anyway, so. Okay, so fine. So, no, Polly. I don't know what just happened there, but we're going to keep going. I don't even know what happened. Like, if you guys understood what happened. So, just scratch the script. Anyway, so I do want a traditional relationship. I do. Dating. Getting, like, exclusive boyfriend-girlfriend. Mr. Cherry is unconventional. He doesn't like labels. I hate the labels. And then something that will lead to marriage. Um, But some people don't like that, and that's okay. Some people... You know what? I dated someone who I think really needs to just be in, like, an open relationship or an open marriage because... He struggles, or I won't even say struggles. He looks at relationships so differently. Like, and we're friends now, so... He thinks that as long as his wife, girl, he's not married, but his future wife is satisfied, she's financially taken care of, he's there as an emotional support and a physical support, her needs are being met, and he doesn't see a problem with having casual sex with someone else to get his physical needs met. And I'm like, um... Why wouldn't his wife be fulfilling his physical needs? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like for him, he disassociates sex with intimacy. And I think he likes the variety. I think that even like culturally and just kind of like his whole family dynamic may have been just a little bit different as far as just being monogamous. Mm -hmm. 
So I think that there are uh, several factors that kind of are like in his head are like, hey, this is what it is. Like I'm, but he was avidly opposed to it. Like he was like, oh my God, no, I would never have an open. Well, he was like, he was like, no, I wouldn't have an open relationship because he couldn't fathom the thought of his wife having sex with someone else or his girlfriend having sex with someone else. men can't. Yeah. So, but it's like, if that's your truth, that's your truth. And that's okay. You just need to find someone else who's okay with that. Yeah. You know, like you wouldn't, a good fit for you would not be someone who's a traditionalist in, in terms of relationships. No, that definitely is not my, I'm, I think I've learned that for me. Um, I don't necessarily have a desire to have multiple partners. <laughs> you know, I don't really know if I have that desire just because, you know, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of stuff out here. Do you want to get married? Uh, Honestly. I don't know. And that's okay. Like, if you don't know, that's okay. That's I used truthful. to know. And I, I used to really be very, very confident about that. Um, I just think the times have changed. Yeah. I think that um, marriage has changed. I, you know, we kind of... I briefly talked about this before. I just think that we just have to go back to the drawing board because we're in a different world. We can't bring old world... We would be, some of us, it would not be wise to bring old world um, models of marriage into new and modern day society because we're stimulated differently than, and we have access to things that are much different. Like what? Like the internet. Mm -hmm. Social media. And social media. And dating apps. and Fingertips. Everything is so accessible. Everything is so accessible. I was talking to my, I ain't gonna say my somebody in my family who was saying like, you know, they were just like, I don't know how I could survive in your society nowadays because mm -hmm. the stuff that you have, it, you know, it just, it's ridiculous. He was like, back in my day, like if somebody had a whole, you know, another relationship or another, they could have a whole other family on the other side of town and nobody knew until the funeral. Right. They're showing up like you dated him, but this is just a different, it's no way that's happening now. I can't stand you. We're just living on Instagram. Mr. Cherry is so you anti. Are very, you Actually, are, we're not living. We're um. You are so, very so headstrong. I have gum on my um. Very nail. headstrong woman. This I is am. the most headstrong, determined me. woman I have ever met in my entire life. <laughs> but anyway, no. So you're right. So I think that it is a different um, day and age. I do. I think that people are more comfortable with being comfortable with like relationships that aren't traditional. Now, here's my thing. I think that, like you said, social media plays a huge part in everything, guys. Come it on, y'all. We keep... We so, wait, have to let me finish. But here's the thing. We are making the boogeyman bigger than he is. So, no, 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 no. No, B, come on. Like, seriously. Social media plays a part in everything. And in, in what you... In everything. Relationships, whether you like it or not. How we spend our time. How we... How we connect with people. Like, social media is an intricate part of our life. Like, you can't... That, to me, is not debatable unless... Unless you just don't have social media whatsoever. Fine. If you say the social media doesn't have a big part of your life, technology. Let's technology. just leave it to technology. I'll Fine. If you wanna If you want to debate me on that, we can say technology. But all of it plays an intricate part. Technology is changing the world. It is. Social media is changing the world. If it weren't for social media... I wouldn't know half the people I know at this time and point. Like, it's just like, 
Social media plays a part. Whether we like it or not, I'm not saying it's to people's detriment, but it plays a part. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You even said that social media changes how we view relationships, right? I think it it, it changes. It, it gives us a higher, I, I, I guess, access to a, a, a larger audience. And that has its effects on relationship. To, you know, some conversations we've had before, like, but in the same token, I just don't think that it does anything in particular that we have not seen in any other medium before. You Example? Know? Just curious. You see a beautiful woman on social media or an attractive man on social media, you would have seen that attractive man or woman in a magazine. Like, it's the same thing. It's just that <laughs> this person is... No. Why is, why is it any different? As You're comparing a magazine to social media. I'm saying that if I'm seeing a beautiful woman and I think that she's beautiful and that has some in some way some effect a, a, an effect social... on how I view beauty or how I determine beauty, if I then let that translate into the type of woman that I start to pursue. The difference between social media and a magazine is that social media makes everything accessible. Someone in a magazine is very abstract. They're not accessible. But social media, the internet, technology makes things that includes people, products. Every it makes things so much more accessible. That that that's just the bottom line. Like I'm, that's just. Well, I'm specific to this far as people. I'm I'm specific to so how that has that... an impact on the type of people that I am attracted to. Like you know, we like there's been conversation before where. Someone you see on social media is quote unquote beautiful. You're looking. Some people think that men then start to look for women who look like her. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you have more access. And that's, there's, again, it's not a bad thing. People meet people off of social media all the time, like because they thought that person was beautiful or handsome. You have access that you didn't have before. And again, you could use it for your detriment or you could use it for your good. But that is a fact that social media slash the Internet allows people to be more accessible. That's just I mean, that's just what it is, whether we like it or not. That's just the truth in it, you know. Um, now, it's oh, you know what? Let me show you. Oh, my God. I have to show you guys share this with you guys. I haven't told Mr. Cherry this either. Um, so I was on Instagram last night. Um, which is not healthy because I don't like anything seeping into my subconscious. Like, I don't like to look at Instagram right before I go to sleep just because we have to be careful about what we feed our subconscious, especially before we go to bed. But anyway, but I was, I get on Instagram a lot during the summer since I don't really have a lot to do. But, um, so do you know that there was a couple on there? Okay. And the lady was saying like, Hey, this is not a joke guys. I'm serious. The lady was like, hey, um, you know, I had to have a talk with my husband about liking pictures. Like, you can look, but don't like. And she was saying that um, the reason that she doesn't want him to like um, pictures of attractive women is because it makes her look bad. And I was just like... Yeah, I've was, been there before. But um, I was... I, I don't... I don't really. You'd be that surprised. Was... That's not. That's not uncommon at all. So what happens is. What do you think? What do you? you well, I so know what people. You think about so that, if but... you as, as you go and you like pictures, her girlfriend who is equally following you goes into her news thread and <laughs> sees that you liked seven pictures of Jada Pinkett. And so now her girlfriend is talking to her like, "Hey, girl, like, are he all up on Jada Pinkett page?" 
Mm, that's messy. And it it's it, it's childish. Mm. And it's it's just yeah. Would you consider that an unconventional relationship if 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 people okay, this is what okay. Would you and this is what kind of in my notes what I wanted to reference. So a little tiny bit of a segue. So as far as Instagram, have you guys ever seen like the couples who share an Instagram page? <laughs> Like, literally, it's, like, the husband and wife or girlfriend and boyfriend or partners. Yeah, I've seen that. I feel like, and I, again, if this is any of you guys, no offense, and I cannot think of anyone I know personally who does this, so no offense if I do know some of you guys who do it, but I feel like it's a little bizarre. Like, and that, to me, just screams, like, what Like what well, happened? Like, why like, are y'all sharing an account, I you know? Think it's the, like, it depends I don't know. the capacity of, like, what, if, if, you, if you all are, like, you know, social media, everybody's a celebrity. So if you're like that celebrity couple, or you know, or whatever you mind, your celebrity couple, then you share, then you share a social media page. But right for marketing part, now I do see that. Right, like for marketing, that's different. Like if you're a duo or that, something, that's different. Actually, outside, I do know a duo who shares one. That's fine, but outside of that, somebody's in control, and somebody yielded to it. That's uh-huh. just my thought. Like, <laughs> I don't see both people genuinely wanting to share, unless one doesn't really care. Like if somebody's not really big on social media. Any other is, and you know, he or she's probably like, all right, whatever, I don't care. So, do you feel like there needs to be a certain type of compatibility when it comes to your view on social media? Do you feel like a couple needs to be compatible in that area? I just think that uh, you you should have a common understanding um, about how important or or how social media plays a part in your life, but. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like, it, oh God, it could be, it's what you make it. I hate it. I'm, I get, you know me. Okay, so what else? What else do you feel like is unconventional? Um, For you. I'm, my biggest thing is, well, not my biggest thing, but when you, ha- if you have the, if you have like open relationships, um, like how comfortable are people really within that? Mm-hmm. You know, people say like I'm I'm open, I'm comfortable with it, mm-hmm. but is that really the case? You know, I don't think I would be in an open. I mean, if I were in a headspace where I just didn't want to get married or be in something exclusive, maybe. But that's just kind of I don't know. Like I don't. That is not my first thought when I think about me being in a relationship. It's not an open one. That's like just I, not what I think of. I was. I think I, I when I think of it, I'm kind of like, well, I ask this question: um, Do we think the potential perversion of like two people operating within or operating with a sense of ambiguity is what turns people off when thinking of like an unconventional relationship? Mm. You know, so like when you have an open relationship, there's some level of ambiguity of like you know what. We don't necessarily tell people they can or can't do this, or we don't yeah. necessarily tell our partners. Not or, enough boundaries. Yeah, it's like you know you don't operate in that space. So while some people are very very comfortable with that, hmm. you know, because there's like I don't we don't really have to have the dialogue of what's appropriate and what's right. not. What it means to be in an open relationship. But are some people not? Won't, is it that some people can't operate in that space because they need definition in some capacity? I think so and I feel like an open relationship is literally what you make it and I feel like you need to have even more you have to have even more communication with an open relationship because 
you literally have to make sure that you both are on the same page. What does that look like? Are you just having sex with someone else? Or are you choosing to be in a whole for real relationship with someone else? What does that look like? And that needs to be discussed. I feel like if you just leave room for any type of misconception or your own interpretation, you're going to get disappointed. Some people don't want that much information. So maybe it's not an open relationship. Maybe it's just FWB. Friends with benefits. No, it's like, no, we have a relationship, but I just don't have a desire to know what it is that you do. Oh, I see what you're anywhere. saying. You know, like some people are very, they're just yeah. like, look, we have our relationship. Yeah. What you do elsewhere is not my business and I don't care. My, mm. my hope is just that we have an understanding with our relationship that you're going to always keep me safe. Mm. You're going to make positive decisions, prevent yourself from being in certain situations you know, you're being proactive with certain things so that neither of us jeopardize the livelihood or the health of the other. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I don't want to know. So you wouldn't want to know. So if you weren't in an open relationship, you wouldn't want to be like, okay, so this is what this means. I know you would say that. I don't yeah. want to. Mm-hmm. I think I knew that answer. Yeah. I don't need to know a lot of stuff. I wonder if our listeners, I wonder if any of our listeners have ever been in like an open. I, you, this is a, not a lot of people do. Not a lot of people can. Handle it. Not a lot of people can. They think they can. They cannot. Oh, I they, don't know. They're like, yeah, sure. Or not. No, because oh. you're gonna get. It's gonna get to a point where you're gonna start asking questions to yourself enough mm. that that's just gonna come out. Mm. So I wonder if I wonder. To me, I don't know. Like I feel like, could you? Do you feel like you could be compatible with one person forever? Absolutely. I do too. So. I don't know, maybe this is my misconception with open relationships, but I feel like people who, like, want to be in an open relationship may feel like they can get different needs met that maybe the other person can't necessarily fill. That's what I'm thinking. That could be um, sex, mental stimulation, emotional support. I don't know. It could be a... that. That's my thing, but I would hope that I could be enough for one person. I think that's, I think that is probably typically the preconceived, like, you know, understanding of open, of an open relationship. You know, the fact that you having a, you know, having a desire to be in something that lacks structure, you know, Mm -hmm. or having a desire to be, um, to spread yourself in different ways because you're fulfilling these different Mm -hmm. like desires or, you know, what have you. I think that's probably just the thought of what people think of, but it doesn't have to be that. You just may be someone who... I enjoy and I love your space, your time, being with mm-hmm. you. But I also naturally gravitate towards other people. And I'm, I mm-hmm. naturally build relationships with other people. And I don't want to block that. You know, like I don't want to not allow myself to get to know somebody because who knows where that relationship could go. That could be, that could start as something that's, you know, platonic. But then mm-hmm. this person may fulfill me in an emotional way. Right, right. No, that's true. I, I see that. Um... But I, you know what? I'm thinking about the opposite end of the spectrum. Opposite of, to me, polygamy is abstinence. So, or celibacy. Cel- oh, I'm about to say what? Polygamy is what? The opposite. Um, the no, opposite. like the opposite oh. of. Oh, did I say it wrong? Yeah, I mean, you Maybe didn't. Did. It, oh. it came out right, but it, weird? it just sounded a little weird. So, the opposite of polygamy, I think, would be being abstinent or being celibate, right? Man, <laughs> Wouldn't that be like the opposite? Celibate is the opposite of everything. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like that is unconventional to a lot of people, and you know they're That's like inconceivable to a lot of people. 
Mm, yeah, inconceivable is a very good word. Um, but you know, there was a big wave of, and it still is maybe, um, but there was like a big wave, especially with Megan and Devon's book, mm -hmm. The Weight, mm -hmm. or is that what that was called? The Weight, or something, something like, that. like that. And, you know, or in Sierra and Russell Simmons. Remember? Oh, or not yes. Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons? Yeah, her and Russell Simmons. They have a really good relationship. <laughs> Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons. What's his name, you Russell guys? Russell Westbrook. You need to watch. You, you just got exposed. Wait, Russell not Westbrook. Russell <laughs> Wilson. Wait. See? But there's That's a Russell Westbrook no. who there's also plays sports. There's a Russell Simmons. Yeah, but he doesn't play sports. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Russell so, anyway. Wilson. So, we know there is a big wave here. Thank you. You know? Like, I can tell. All right. There you go. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, anyway... Um, that could be yes, inconceivable, but it also could be that is very unconventional, like for a lot of people. It is, but you know what? I I couldn't do it. You've never been celibate? What? No. You haven't? Uh uh. So are and I you, love the Lord, but I know you love the Lord. I'm not judging you. I know. Oof. I know you love I, the Lord. I, I, so okay, so what what has been the longest you've gone without sex? Uh, when you I don't know like in a I don't know in a relationship I don't know. Um. Mm. Okay, so I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, uh, let's say, um, you know, we could say six months, five months. You been for real? We could say that. Okay, that's that's not bad. No. Um. So I am. Well, actually, I'm celibate right now. God bless that. you, yeah. I think you knew that. Yeah. But, so, I think that it all depends. And that's not necessarily unconventional or, or obviously inconceivable, but to me, it's just something that I, I go through my spurts of celibacy. Like, when I want to just focus on me, I'm like, okay, this is just kind of, this is can clear my mind. It just depends on what space I'm in. What's she smiling at? Because I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, and I don't, I mean... Go ahead. Go ahead. When I think of celibacy, I think of absolutely no sexual intercourse, no sexual activities of any kind. <laughs> is that what... And I don't know, because I haven't... I've never charted that course. Is that what celibacy means? You talking about no masturbation? Yeah. <sighs> I have heard that that's what it means from several people. <laughs> Mr. Cherry is cracking. See, he has a silent laugh. So you guys can hear my cackle, but you guys cannot hear him. He's like dying over here. So I, maybe, I, but here's my thing, okay? Okay. <laughs> My definition of celibacy is that I'm not having sex with anyone else. Uh-huh. So, okay. and that's, you know, I have my longest stint, I think, was almost two years. Woo! I think. It was it was definitely close to that. Two, year, sure. two mm -hmm. years? Yeah. Two I years. I know. It sounds like a really long time. Do you, like, that. just not go anywhere? Do you not meet people? Um, but I've never been a casual sex person like that. I mean, like, not I'm casual, like, but, I mean. In that time, Ooh. I yeah, I mean, I met people, but I was, I've always been the type of person to want to, like, I have had casual sex partners, yes, but I, but that's, it's so far and few between. I've always been, like, the relationship person. Right. Like, in order for me to, like, 
have sex. I just always wanted to be in a relationship first. But that's just how I've always been. Me too. Um, <laughs> uh, what yeah. was that? Uh, what? Yes, I agree. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Oh my goodness. So, but that's just me. But that's just me. So I, I feel like, yes, that could be that could be difficult for a lot of people. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but it's not, I mean, it's not impossible. It's just about how bad you want it. But I know a lot of my girlfriends have been celibate in the past. A what about, like, so, I'm curious to hear this. Because I don't know, I know a lot of guys who say these things, but I'm like, eh, are they, is that really a thing? What? Relationships with a bisexual partner. Um, I... Do you know women who have boyfriends or husbands and they are actively bisexual themselves? No, I don't. Um, I do not know. I don't know anyone who's dating or married to a bisexual man. Yeah. I don't know, or like... a man married to a bisexual woman. Um, no. Not that I can think of. Um, and I feel like bisexual in my, in, you know, hopefully, like, my LGBTQ community... You're missing a couple. <laughs> you always say that when I do that. I have to concentrate because it's like a tongue twister. Maybe you guys can chime in, like, LGBTQ family... But I think, I thought that, bi- like, I feel like there's a misconception around bisexuality. Like, I feel like it's truly an interest, not just, like, a, I don't know, maybe I feel like it's, like, an interest, yes, sexual interest, but also wanting to be with, like, a relationship, too. Like, I feel like there's just kind of, like, this, it's on a continuum, but I it just, it just depends on what type of bisexual identity the person has like is it just that you're attracted to and you have sex with other women or men and that's where you draw the line is it you are very very fluid and you it doesn't matter you can get married to a man or a woman like there i feel like there's just different types of levels Mm. to it so okay i guess i don't know i've always understood just bisexuality as you being stimulated by more than one you know, interested in more than one sex, you know, one. Yeah. Gender. Yeah. Um, possibly. Um, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, if a bisexual man would be my type. I feel like I, I don't know. I don't know if that's for me. Just like transgender. Would you ever date a transgender person? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like I'm pretty much. Attra- like I'm not well I don't identify as bisexual I feel like I'm attracted to men and I know sexuality is on a continuum for sure but I don't know I don't know anyone who is bisexual that's always been something I was curious about um, not, not being bisexual but people who like were dating and or married to someone who's bisexual and like what does that look like yeah and I wonder like if you so do you still allow like an open relationship in that regard to like the same sex person like hey okay I understand you're bisexual this is a need of yours I don't know that would be actually we should have someone on the show that would be yeah who is bisexual and who can kind of like explain it but I don't know so Okay, what's another what's another one you guys? Like as far as being unconventional. Polyamory is for sure unconventional to me. Um celibacy not so much because I am celibate now and it's not easy. 
Have you dated someone, um, had relationship with someone who was recently divorced or separated? Mm. <laughs> you know, I dated someone who was a divorcee. And um, that was fine. And you know what? I actually met this person on Facebook. Okay. Social media. Yeah, what about you? Something wrong with it? Uh, It's like the matrix. Have you ever met anybody on social media? Never. Oh, okay. Um, You know what? Mr. Cherry's taking taking his mic away. Um, So, we actually met on social media. And he slid in my DMs. And it said he was married. This was years ago. And I'm like, no. It's And I was very blunt. I'm like, no, it says that you're married. Like, what are you doing? And that was it. And he was like, well, if you would let me explain. I'm like, and I didn't respond. It's complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did not respond. That's I did not, not fair. Respond. And because I'm like, you're married. I don't play that. Maybe it was just complicated. <laughs> no. No? And so um, maybe, I don't know. Because y'all, y'all know how y'all men do. Y'all wait a little bit. Y'all wait a few weeks and then try and slide in again. If you get a hard reject, a soft reject, maybe like a week. But if it's a hard rejection, you wait a few weeks. So then a few weeks later, <laughs> he messes me back. And um, he's like, I really would like to explain I'm, I'm separated. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, he's a stranger. I still didn't believe him. Still didn't believe him. He's a stranger. Like, I just don't give people the benefit of the doubt. And so I was like, oh, okay. And come to find out, um, he was separated for real. And he was, he got it, he was the divorcee like in a matter of maybe like two months or so had a divorce divorcee party and everything and we actually ended up dating and he was married for a very short period of time i'm talking about like i think less than a year it was just a really bad choice he made yeah and um i don't want to get divorced y'all like when I'm married, I just want to stay married. Wild, Happily married. I don't want to be. Divorced. I know so many people be. Why? Why? We're getting divorced. I, it makes me sad. Why can't people just marry without the paperwork? Like just say that they're married. They can't. People can do whatever they want. That's why I don't never understood that. Like, why can't you just? Do you have to? I mean, you do it for the advantage of what tax purposes and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you could have a common law marriage if you live together for a certain amount of time. It could be recognized by the state. I'm not sure. Maybe. Do you? It does. I mean, what's the benefit? Common law. Yeah. I'm not sure. I could guess, but I don't want to. What's the benefit of (laughs) marriage? What's the benefit of marriage? Well, some people do marry for that double income. But can't you live together and still have double income? Yeah, you could. You could, but I feel like it's probably when you get married, it's more solidified. So if you do have to separate legally, you can get what's fair. And that's what, you know gets what I mean? scary about it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, let's say you make, um, I don't know, 80000 a year. You double that. That's nice. That's a nice salary. That's one sixty. Even if you make, you know, I mean, double. Just think about your salary doubled, whatever that may be. That's a nice. And people do marry for that convenience. Some people don't get married because they're, it's going to catapult them into a higher tax bracket. And they're like, no, I don't want to have to pay more on my student loans. You know, if we say this is what our income is, I don't want to have to pay $600 a month. So, I mean, people just have their own reasons behind everything. But at the end of the day, I want to get married if I'm in love and if I know this person is for me. Like, I don't think about all the other little technicalities. Maybe it's a little bit too idealistic, but we are in a divorce wave, I think. Yeah, but I think it's because we're also marrying like it's going out of style. 
You think so? You think people are more quick to get married now? Yes, man. Uh, people date for like two years to get married. <laughs> How long do you feel like people should... You, you don't, don't even you know when you know? You don't even know them for the first year. So you don't believe in like the, hey, when you know, you know. I think well, you know, you know. But I feel like you don't know before a year. Oh, Easily okay. you don't know before a year. In my okay. Opinion. Okay. I argue you don't know for like two years. So wait, are you? But okay, so I feel like you do have like a sixth sense. You may yes. it may take a while for you to like. You're never gonna fully know a person. Like it takes. I think it takes a while for you to define what you know about what you feel. Mm. So like you know, after you spend about a year or some change, like I'm really finding myself like gravitating towards you. I love you. I love being around you. I love being with you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I don't really know why I love you and why, you know, for mm. a little while. Mm. So it's like you experience the feeling. Mm. The feeling is because you're spending time with that person. You're doing things with that person. You're experiencing things. But then I feel like you need some time to understand that feeling of what you're experiencing. Mm. Is it because... do I, am, Is it because of something? Am, do I love you because you do this? Mm. Do I love you because you're present? Do I love you because you're consistent? Do I love you because you... Mm. Because after I'm used to you being consistent or loving does or this, does it fade? Yeah, I don't know. I struggle with being in love. I don't really know if I've been like 100% in love. I definitely thought I was in the moment, like in some relationships. Well, I'm always in love. Huh? I'm always in love. Are you? Oh, God. Yeah. Really? I knew uh, that. I'm just yeah. trying to Thank you. Like, come on. Are you serious? Yeah. Everybody who knows so who me. who says it first? You normally say I love you first? Let Russian roulette. What do you mean? Do you want to say it? I'll say it. Like, I'm, I, I'm a lover. So you normally say it first? Yeah. I don't really pay attention to the time, man. Oh, of, you know? Okay. Who says it? I, um, I do. I'm just a little, like, I feel like we're similar, but we're also so different. Like, mm. I, like, tally things in my head. Um, that's but that's good. Sick. What'd you say? Because you're sick. I'm not, no, I'm just analytical. I'm a mm. Virgo. I can't help it. Um, so, but that's good. Like, that's very, so how many times did you say you've been in love? In love. Yeah. And what does that mean to you? So, I had just had this conversation also. Did Interesting. You? So, all right. So, my. You don't have a secret pie, do you? What you mean? That's the second conversation you had. No. Who you potting with? Who, who <laughs> you potting with? Huh? <laughs> okay, this better be the only podcast, all right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> These are just regular conversations. Oh, okay. I have regular conversations with people. Okay. All right. Just checking. Um, but no, like, when I think of love, when I think of in love, I feel like in love is, a, like, in that space of feeling elated, like, you know, intoxicated by okay, how elated, much you... Intoxicated. All right, poetry. Oh, I hear you. I see you. I see you. You are drunk in love. Oh. Not I you. Are. Really? I was like, I am not drunk. This is me naturally. Like, are you serious? No, I feel like you. No, 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 no. But I feel like when you're in love, you're drunk. You know, you're intoxicated with the feeling of loving somebody. Mm. Um, but that's why I feel like you can fall in and out of love. Mm. You know, people say, "Oh, I fell out of love." You didn't stop loving them. You just mm. stopped being drunk with you know the love that you have. Uh, for, exactly. Serotonin? Ooh, I don't know. I'm going to say serotonin, but I'm not sure. Um, so, to your question, how many times have I been in love? I would mm-hmm. say twice. 
He did that whole spill, y'all. Y'all hear that? He broke it all the way down. Because, and I said so, it. And then, and you know, you just, everything is aligned, and I just, I feel I'm a lover uh, twice. Like, Mr. Cherry, that is admirable. I didn't even finish. Okay, fine. But, <laughs> I love, <laughs> I, I. Can you get closer to I'm here. We're sharing, like, a mic. I am so here. Close, okay. But, no, like, I love, I'm not going to say I love them all, but I just. Okay. I love. Like, so I you've mean, been in love twice. I've been in love twice. Okay. Okay. But I've loved many women. <laughs> I love me. you, but I'm not in love with you. Yeah. I love people all the time. Oh. I say I love you to my friends all because I do love them. Yeah. I love. I definitely love. Oh my God, I'm such a lover in that regard. But in love, I felt like I was falling with someone recently. Not recently, recently. But, like, when I say recently, within the last few years. So, I, but it didn't get, it didn't get there. Because I didn't allow myself to fall. You didn't I, allow yourself to fall? No. Why? Why do we block That's ourselves? Fair. Yeah, I know. Falling? It's not good. That's not a good thing. I'm not proud of it. But it's something I just. I just had that conversation. Are you in my conversation? Well, you know I'm clairvoyant. Jesus, you, you know really are. <laughs> No, we not play around. I I feel like I have a sixth sense, a good sixth sense. That's interesting. Um, I just had that conversation. Like, why do you? Why do we block? Well, you know why we block. Turn me up. This is a nugget. I don't feel like. I feel like we just been kind of shooting the, just shooting, shooting conversation. You but can this say is shit, nugget. muff. It's okay. I don't want to be. I don't want to put an e on the um pod. Oh, That's gonna have to be explicit now. Thank you. You're welcome. But anyway, um. <laughs> Mr. Cherry is in a bad mood today. Do you feel his energy? No, he's not in a bad mood. Actually, I've never seen you in a bad mood. I don't get in bad uh, <laughs> I don't get in bad mood. I'm pretty even killed. You man. are. But anyway, so, but, well, we, it's tough because we don't want to be vulnerable because, yeah. we that's, Because what? Well, because it depends. Because like you I, could be happy? Because, well, no, because vulnerability means that you're exposing yourself and there's a potential that you could be hurt. Equally as and, there's a potential that you could be healed. Yes, but... The, but... <laughs> but the risk is far too heavy for a lot of people, including me. I'm working I'm working through that. Yeah. I'm like, I, I am, but it's vulnerable. I think we... Again, I feel like vulnerability is such a it's such a buzz phrase, but if we really think about the impact and how heavy and how real that is, that is true. And sometimes people who well not sometimes, people who have trouble with that, it takes them a little bit longer to be open because once you give your heart and expose that part of yourself and the risk of getting it stomped on, it's scary. And, you know, but it's a risk that I'm willing to take because I love love, and I want to be able to give that part of myself to somebody for sure. So you know, um, position I've had for a very long time what? is this: we will have the utmost confidence or faith mm-hmm. that our higher being um, is in control of everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. We will pray for, ask for, you know, God to, to take care of us in our careers. Mm-hmm. You know, and we'll put all the energy and work and do whatever we need to do. Mm-hmm. Go to all the cert, you know, the classes with certification. Do all this extra stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll do the classes for, you know, preparing to purchase a home and any other, you know, assets and different things. Mm-hmm. But we don't exhibit that same confidence and trust and faith and belief that. 
our higher power or higher beings or, or whomever we, you know, submit to is going to take care of that aspect of us in life as well as it pertains to love. So it's like, mm-hmm. why do we fight it? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to learn if I'm, if I'm allowing myself and I'm learning from these experiences and mm-hmm. I'm applying, you know, the learn lessons and I'm, I'm being discerning and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm only going to continue to learn the more that I've exposed myself to. But if I'm blocking myself from that exposure, mm-hmm. what do you really learn? Yeah, you don't. And that's why it's like, it's not something I'm proud of. I don't think that not being vulnerable makes like, it's not good. I feel like a, a misconception with being vulnerable is that like, I think a lot of people associate it with being weak. No, um, but yes, yes, I I, they that. do. People yeah. definitely do it, but, um, but that's not true. Um, but no, I definitely trust God and, and God is, like very intricate part of my life and I definitely believe that he's going to whatever is meant for me will be for me for sure um but it's just that's just self-work I have to do Mm. and I think that I there was actually a very recent um this is I don't know like my I kind of call it a relationship that I was in like a few months ago Technically, if you want to get labeled, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know. We didn't label it a relationship, but I feel like I was very, very vulnerable in that relationship more than I have ever been ever in life. And I think what helped was that we were friends first Mm. and he knew me like he knew me. He, I mean, and that really helped me to become more open and it didn't work out. Um, but that, in that situation, I was just, I was able to kind of do things that I wouldn't traditionally do. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. That was nice. And again, it did not work out. So shoot your shot. Uh-oh. Shoot your shot. Hot I am girl single. summer. Summer 19. Hot girl summer yes. 19. Why don't you hook me up with any of your friends? Mr. I don't, Sherry? you, listen. They don't inquire about me? Of course. All the time. Why am I just not hearing about this? Why I'm, don't you tell me? I'm joking. Um, <laughs> Did you hear that? Most of my Are you kidding? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, we all know majority of my friends that are here, you already know them. I know. And any of my friends that you would probably take interest in all live out of state. I actually wasn't really expecting a true answer, but thank you. Oh, shit. Sorry. But no, no, no. It's fine. Um, (laughs) I was being a little facetious. But, um, yeah, so what, what's for me is for me, mm-hmm. and it's all good. Like, it, even though it didn't work out, I still enjoyed the relationship, but I actually did get hurt in that relationship, though, I'm not even gonna lie. Funny enough, man, I, I try really... to, I try to be that in, like, any of my relationships. Like, if we ever part ways, uh-huh. I want to always be one of the people that walk, that you walked away from if we have to walk away, where I opened your mind and exposed you to a different type of relationship maybe Mm. opened you up to experiencing and being open to different things like allowed you to to tap into different parts of yourself that you probably didn't know that you were you know either strong or confident Mm -hmm. or what have you i always want to leave i always want to leave that impression on people what do you feel like you walk away with when I when I walk away from the relationship, mm-hmm. oh, I mean it what depends, that man. Give you? I've been What's blessed. the best thing that someone gave you. From Oof, relationship? Um, the best thing that someone has recently given me from relationship <laughs> has been the um, the renewed faith in love. Oh, that's pretty deep. You practice that? No, 
Uh-huh. That's very real. That's that's straight off. That's that's very real. A renewed faith in love. Yeah, man. I had left a relationship and I was like, forget that. I'm cool. Wow. It just really I was I left a bad a very very bad relationship very burned from that, uh-huh. um, and I met a beautiful person who, you know, really just um, restored that. Like hey, you know, it's okay to feel this way. <laughs> My, mama got you. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Yeah. Um, that's good. That's actually very special. Hmm. I wonder what I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what my what my exes would say. Like, Ooh, mm. I feel like they wouldn't say some of that. Like, a renewed faith in love. They'd be like, you know what? I walked away realizing she was she was unappreciative of my uh, blender I got her for Christmas. Oh, stop! Do you? How would you peg me in a relationship, Mister Cherry? Mm. You you. Oof. You you're a piece of work. What? Why do you say that? In a you great way. I mean, because you are. What does that even mean? It's a. It, you are a very um, unique individual, and I think that it takes. It's going to take a unique man to. Okay, I don't know what unique means. Unique that means is an unique. umbrella cop out term. What does that mean? You know what polyamorous means, but you don't know what unique means. <laughs> No, because it's subjective, okay? Oh, subjective, right. What does unique mean, unique Mr. Means, Cherry? Um, that, I don't, uncommon. That sounds weird. Unique is uncommon. In what ways am I unique? That's not, Everyone's you unique are, in their own right. Um, That's like, in your interests, in your um, fascinations, in your... Uh, oh, hear this? man. You this got some special... Like, <laughs> this is absolutely Like your ridiculous. ice cream on the tip of the spoon thing. That's just just a little unique. <laughs> you can tell the people that. Okay, first of all, so basically, I, I need to date someone who's unique and appreciates my uniqueness because I don't like to put ice cream on the full spoon. Like, that makes no effing sense. <laughs> it's small things like okay. that. Okay. It's small things like that. Um. Your, your, your idiosyncrasies just are going to take a, a an adaptive, Oh, my strong... God. Everyone has their little quirks. Yeah. But like you said, you 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 do well with quirky people. <laughs> Where? Like, what is happening? I don't know, man. It's been a long time. What the f is happening? Okay, like, what is going on? I have no idea, or I have no idea what you're saying. Um, but anyway, we all have our quirks. Yes. I mean, we do. I'm quirky. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, we gotta go. Bye, y'all. This is just. <laughs> I don't know. This has turned real left, and I don't know what else to say. I'm like speechless. <laughs> and on that note, follow us, Muffy Bradshaw. This has been. This is a very interesting, very loose pod. This is a unique night. Unique. Keep buzzword. Yeah, because I told y'all earlier, Mr. Cherry spilled wine on my carpet, but it's not even there. You can't even tell. Shout out so to uh, Chemical uh-uh, Guys. No, we don't do. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not until we get sponsors. All right. Don't okay. shout out the chemical guy. <laughs> and that's not even what it's freaking called. <laughs> oh, it is. Thank you. <laughs> okay, well, bless you. If you stay this long, because this pod was about messy as ever. But if you stay this long, we love you. We appreciate you. Um, Muffy Bradshaw, don't forget um, to check out my website, MuffyBradshaw.com. 
Inspired by greatness, if you want to see some of the madness that's going on, um, equally revolutionarily dreaming at dot blogspot.com. Um, if you, I got some new pieces coming out actually, mm-hmm. um, some things that are being looked at to be added to the book. Man, I'm just trying to, uh, I'm trying to still piece it together. Man, I spoke with uh, someone who mentioned that you want to put as much material out there as you have. And then cut it down for the book, so. Mm, okay. I got some new pieces. That's exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So get ready. Look, look for that. Look for that. It's coming out soon. All right. We love you guys, and we will talk to you soon. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> bye. Say bye, Mr. Ch- you are I such said a bye. Fool. What? Do you want to talk about it? I what is wrong said, today? I said bye. Oh, my God. Just... If this is, please don't judge us from this pod. This is not. If you are new, just just get, scroll down, scroll down. We have other ones. <laughs> Episode nineteen. Oh, this is what I forgot to mention, you guys. And I pray we probably have like one listener now. It's like one twenty right now, but. If you want to hear, like, the very first episode, make sure you hit us up on SoundCloud, okay? Because iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, you're only going to get the most recent 10. But if you want to hear everything from the very beginning, we're almost a year in, go ahead to... I know, crazy. That's a year. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. July. That's when we taped our first one, or recorded our first one. Get that. Um, Go ahead to SoundCloud. All right. Muffy Bradshaw, SoundCloud. Bye, guys. Bye.